Good evening. This is Lehigh Valley Discourse, and you are listening to Teen Money Matters. We're your hosts, Sonika Kotari and Jayda Tekathari. Teens have enough to think about with growing up, such as societal pressures from peers, parents, family, and more. So how can young people set themselves up for financial success? This program will explore ways to save, budget, and understand the importance of managing money for the future, including interviews with fellow teens and insight from local experts in the financial world. Tonight, we feature Elsa Hodoreski from Parkland High School. Welcome, Elsa. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad I get to do this. We're really excited to have you on. Yeah, so before we get started, the uh, episode for today is going to be regarding insurance. And before we ask Elsa some questions about her personal experience with insurance, we'll first give you an overview about what insurance is and the different types of insurance. So insurance is specifically defined as a contract in which an individual or an entity pays an insurance company in exchange for financial protection or reimbursement of losses resulting from a covered event. So essentially what this means is that insurance is an agreement between the person or business buying the insurance and the insurance company. The insurance company gives the person or business coverage from losses or financial protection in exchange for a fee. Yeah, so before we move on to some questions for you, Elsa, I'm just going to go over a little bit more about insurance. Some key terms to know are that an insurance policy is a contract between the insurer and the policyholder, which is basically the person or company that is receiving the policy. And each insurer that is essentially an insurance company, they charge a premium, which is a fee to the insurer to access the insurance. Uh, A deductible is the portion that the policyholder pays before the insurer for the cost of the event that occurred. A policy term is the time period of the insurance policy, and a beneficiary is the person that receives the insurance benefits if the person that is insured dies. So now on that note, before we get deeper into insurance, Elsa, could you tell us more about your interests and your hobbies and everything? Yeah, of course. So um, I'm currently a sophomore at Parkland High School. And so my interests, I really like to be involved in the community. I am on debate team. I enjoy being participating in student government, our NOW Club, which is our national organization for women. I'm in that club as well. I'm treasurer. And really just about me is I really enjoy politics and getting involved in the community and want to help others. So I'd really love to go into civil rights law one day. Thank you, Elsa. Great to have you here. Just before we get started, We just want to know, like, what's your experience been with money and finance in general so far? Yeah, of course. So, you know, being 15, um, I have not had time, you know, to work a job. And I'm very fortunate to have my parents room in that, you know, position where I don't need to worry about that. So I do have a bank account and a debit card and et cetera, however. And, you know, I have had experience, you know, spending and saving responsibly. But I do not have, like, a job yet. But that's something I'm looking to get over the next year. Very cool. So, Just in general, as a teenager, how much do you know about insurance and just how how much have you used it uh, or seen it used in the real world? Yeah, for me personally, of course, being 15, um, I really haven't used insurance personally, but I do know, of course, as you were saying, that insurance kind of is like a coverage and it's like a state of protection in case you were to potentially lose money, like something of value. So while I personally haven't used it a ton, I do have a little bit of background about that. And that's something, of course, you know, when I get older, I'll probably, you know, end up having insurance one day. I know my parents have used it in the past with our house. We had like a flood one time, so we used our renter's insurance for the flood of our basement. So I know a little bit about the background with that. Yeah, so we just want to ask, like, 
regarding that, since you are a teenager and do not have much experience with insurance, have you just experienced any situations that you could have used insurance in? And if so, like, what were those situations? And do you know, like, what type of insurance could you have used? Like, for example, you said you could have used renter's insurance when there was a flood at your house. Yeah, a couple of years, I think it was 2020, like, we had, like, a bit of, like, water in our basement. And we used renter's insurance then to kind of help pay back, I think, for, like, some of the flooring, because our flooring was damaged. Um, and we've also used like other types of insurance. Like just recently, my phone broke, so we had like a type of we had like Apple Care, which is you know like a form of insurance to ensure mm-hmm. that we'd be able to have it covered and replaced. Yeah. So just to extend on that, there's like many different types of insurance, right? So there's auto insurance, life insurance, health insurance, disability, liability, homeowners, and renters insurance. And to the teenager, the most relevant ones are probably health insurance and auto insurance. Number one, health insurance is seen throughout everyone's everyday life. If somebody needs to go to the appointment for a regular dental checkup or they need to get like a like a physician checkup anytime, people often use health insurance that is provided by their company or they have it alone. And auto insurance, uh, once you get to the age where you can drive a car, once you have a car, you will get auto insurance to make sure that your car is protected from any physical damage or any theft cases. Yeah, so given your experience with the renter's insurance like you were talking about and just some of the things that you already know about insurance, would you say that it is overall worth it and why? I would say it's most definitely worth it, you know, because there's always the worst case scenario and you want to be prepared for that. And like, because if something were to happen to yourself or, you know, said valuable object, of course, not that every insurance covers valuable objects, but it's nice to know you have backup in case the worst were to happen. Like if you were to have, you know, for example, your house were to be damaged, you know, it would cost so much more money in the long term to have to end up paying back said damage when if you had insurance it would end up costing less so it's a lot very financially smart and just I think very precautionary and a smart thing to do. I agree with you uh just an example um like Jay was talking about before auto or car insurance for teenagers like actually all three of us you might have already started driving uh, I already have my license and Jay will be getting it soon so just kind of on that note um one thing is that teenagers often can do when they get their driver's license they are also added to their family insurance plans or get insurance of their own in case of an automobile accident or theft so as of right now do you know if and when you would get this kind of insurance and do you think it's important for teenagers to have and why uh so right now i'm 15 i'll end up turning 16 in june so i'm planning to get my permit then and then i'll probably end up getting my license you know as soon as i'm able to after that so in about a year or so, I'll probably be getting auto insurance because that's when I'll officially have my license. Um, I know my parents have talked about this because my, my sister is driving or well, is getting her license pretty soon. So they were talking about, you know, insurance for the car. And I think it's a very smart idea for teenagers to have auto insurance of sorts because, you know, teenage drivers are statistically speaking, you're very prone to get into accidents. So it's really important that you have that extra special coverage to ensure like you're not paying an insane amount if you get into an accident if that were to happen because it's statistically more likely to happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that all teenagers should consider getting auto insurance as soon as they get their driver's license or as soon as they're able to drive. And just so our viewers know more about auto insurance, you can get it um, once you're able to drive either on your own or on behalf of your parents. And there's a whole different system if you were, if you choose either option. But basically, that if you choose it with your parents, your parents will be able to pay some portion of it. And if you choose it by yourself, your fee will generally be much higher and you'll be able to pay all of it. 
So to go on to the next question, in each of our episodes, we've been asking teenagers regarding the financial education in school and their thoughts about it. So uh, we wanted to know what is your opinion on the current education system regarding the lack of personal finance education? And what would you change about the financial education system to ensure that teenagers are prepared for the future? I think a lot of the knowledge I've had about like personal finance has come from my family and you know my parents discussing this with me. And from school, it's been pretty limited with my knowledge of this. Like, I think it's really important that we have this more conversations such as these in schools because you know I'm very fortunate that my parents have had these discussions with me, but not everyone has the privilege to be able to do so. And it's important to have these conversations. You know, where teenagers, school is supposed to be preparing us, you know, for the real world and what's more real than, you know, these issues that require finance. So I definitely think we should have a lot more lessons about this in school because that's something that it's really hits close to home and not everyone has the opportunity to learn about. I agree with you very much so. I think in schools and especially just education systems as a whole, I think it's very important to have this kind of education accessible and available to everyone. And just to add on that, that's the reason why we have this podcast and Money Matters. We want to educate as many teenagers as possible about financial education and make sure that they're on the right path to succeed. So before we close out uh, our segment with you today, what one single tip, technique, or statement do you have to summarize insurance and summarize your thoughts on financial literacy right now? I think it's really important that people, of course, if you're not getting this education in schools, to take that step for you personally to learn about, you know, financial, like ensuring you know you have knowledge of personal finances, et cetera. And, you know, especially because today the episode is about insurance, it's important to have this discussion with your parents or guardians or, like, trusted adults for teenagers about, like, how exactly you can prepare yourself for insurance when you're getting to the real world. Because, you know, a lot of teenagers are driving or will be driving soon. And it's important you have that knowledge because, you know, once you've graduated high school and you're off in college or living on your own, this is going to be something that you can't always have your parents there to rely on and you're going to officially need to know. So I think it's really important that you just have these conversations and take knowledge of this and discuss with your parents or guardians what's right for you. Yeah, definitely. There are some events that can change our lives in an instant, and that's why we need insurance to cover those events that could happen. But if they do happen, we have that financial protection. We have that sort of sensibility that we know that we can protect ourselves from it. So it was great talking to you. And before we end our conversation for today, is there anything else you would want to say regarding this topic? Uh, Not really. I think we uh, summarized it really well, all the thoughts I really had in my brain about insurance, just how it's important to have this conversation with your parents about ensuring you have proper insurance because it's a good idea to have. Awesome. So thank you for being here, Elsa. It was a pleasure having you on. Yep, we really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed getting to do this. Of course. We are going to take a short break. You are listening to Teen Money Matters with our guest, Elsa Hodoreski, and we are talking about insurance. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR news and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org. Welcome back to Teen Money Matters. We are talking about insurance with our guest, Ms. Morgan Sweeney, 
who is an insurance agent at Lechner and Stauffer. Before we went to break, we were speaking about insurance with Parkland High School student Elsa Hodoreski, and now we are very excited to bring on Miss Sweeney from Lechner and Stauffer. Hi, Miss Sweeney. Welcome to our show. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, we're really excited. Uh, we are talking about insurance today. So before we get started, could you tell us more about you and the work you do at Lechner and Stauffer? Sure. So I'm our operations director at Lechner and Stauffer. So I kind of oversee our whole internal team of agents. We're an insurance firm in Pennsburg, Pennsylvania. So just down the road, I think, from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we handle personal insurance, like home and auto, as well as commercial insurance, like workers' comp, business auto, and uh, bonding. We're happy to help anyone assess their risk and help manage it. So that's what we like to do. Yeah, thank you. So before we get started, just as a brief introduction to the viewers again, what insurance is, it's basically protection from financial loss, and it's an agreement between the policyholder and the insurance company. So given that there are many different types of insurance, could you walk us through a few ones such as auto, medical, and home? Sure. So there, there is medical, and you'll have to forgive me, I'm not licensed or well-versed in like health insurance or medical So I can't speak a whole lot on that, um, but I can definitely speak more on auto, home, renters, and personal umbrella insurance. So, you know, renters is if you are renting a space, it's probably one of the most cost-effective coverages you can buy. Typically, you're going to see a policy for that around like $200 a year. Um, Auto insurance is going to cover your liability as a driver as well as the physical damage to your vehicle if you choose to buy comp and collision coverage. So it's covers loss if you damage somebody else's property or your own. Homeowners is very similar to that. So if you own a home, we definitely recommend homeowners. This would cover your liability if you were to be sued or accidentally hurt someone or damage somebody else's property. And it would cover your home and its contents in the event of an accident. Uh, We recommend personal umbrella insurance. So that goes over your liability insurances. So it goes over your home uh, or renters. And it goes over your auto. And it, typically, it's offering an additional million-dollar limit on top of your existing limit. And then we also have insurances out there for boats, RVs, ATVs, motorcycles, all the fun toys. Uh, but we won't touch on those too much today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. So I think it's good that yeah. we were able to give our listeners a basic overview of some of them at least. And now to get into some of the more deeper stuff. How does the process of purchasing insurance work, and what factors should be considered when buying one? Oh, yeehaw. Well, there are a lot of factors out there that can impact insurance. I definitely, and I might be biased being an insurance agent, but I definitely recommend contacting an insurance agent to start like looking at purchasing insurance. You can buy coverage online for certain things like renters, uh, home and auto. I feel like you can easily miss things online if you don't have another pair of eyes looking at it. You might end up with exclusions on your policy without like that trusted advisor to look at it. Some things to consider when you're like, considering insurance would be your net worth. So you want to make sure you're insuring yourself enough to cover your net worth in the event of a loss. Uh, you want to consider any special property you might own, like laptops or expensive electronic equipment, expensive jewelry. A lot of homeowners and renters policy caps jewelry over $2,500. And a lot of policies actually exclude theft for electronics like a laptop. So if you have your laptop in the library and it's sitting on the table and you walk away to get a drink of water and you come back and it's gone, 
Uh, most renters or homeowners policies would exclude that from the coverage because it's theft. Now, if there was a fire and your laptop was destroyed, it would be covered. But we recommend maybe scheduling those on your policy so there is coverage for theft. And then you definitely, when you're going in and looking for a policy for home or renters, you want to look around your house or apartment and estimate the value of your personal property. So that's if you turned over your, turned your house upside down, anything that falls out is going to be considered personal property. Uh, your agent can help you determine the value of your home and help you determine what to insure it at, but there's no way for us to know what's inside. So if you're calling for a quote, we definitely recommend you just take a look around and see and, and estimate the value of what you got, which feels like a daunting task, but you know it's hard for us to know for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, with the internet nowadays, there's a lot of things that are beneficial, and there's also a lot of misguided information. So mm-hmm. it's best for teenagers once they grow up to seek help from a financial, pro- like a professional in the finance field that knows what they're doing and can help you out. So mm-hmm. going back to one of our previous episodes on interest and debt, we talked about having a credit score, and a credit score affects many things like the amount of interest you'll have to pay on loans whether or not you will get a loan. And another thing is the premium of insurance. So how exactly does the credit score affect the premium of insurance? Well, it it can make your insurance costs go up and down pretty drastically. So when reviewing your insurance, carriers will do a soft pull on your credit. If you have a poor credit score, it will actually make your premiums increase. If you have a good credit score, it can make your premiums decrease, uh, your cost of insurance. Sorry, we say premiums in insurance jargon. It's my understanding that this is because statistically speaking, poor credit has been linked to having more claims. I I know there's been a lot of research on that. Was I involved? No, but that's my understanding. Um, And then if you don't have a credit history, most insurance carriers will just give you the best rates. They actually don't fault you for not having a credit history. So sometimes no history is better than a bad history. So if you're just coming out of school or something, you don't have a credit history yet, it's not going to impact your insurance. That's cool to know, um, considering that uh, some of our listeners are also teenagers, uh, and for mm-hmm. them, they might not have a credit score if they're trying to buy insurance. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool to know. So just going back to different types of insurances, uh, what types exactly would you recommend for most people to have as a baseline? So baseline, if you rent an apartment, condo, or have a home, Mm -hmm. I would recommend either homeowners insurance or renters, auto insurance if you have a car, and I do recommend a personal umbrella policy. I know it's not very cost effective for everybody, but you almost have to think about how much exposure you have out in the world. Uh, We recommend it. if you The more you have to protect in life, the more insurance we kind of recommend. So if you have kids, uh, you're out there playing sports, uh, if you have a pool or a trampoline, we definitely recommend having a personal umbrella policy just because that's going to give you that extra limit of liability Mm -hmm. uh, in the event of a claim that could exceed your home or renter's coverage. But really the base is home, auto, and umbrella. Yeah, so... Throughout this episode, we've been talking about the different benefits of having insurance and why you should get it. But what are some cases in which someone should not purchase insurance? Uh, Well, I am biased being an insurance agent. Uh, (laughs) We actually were having a really difficult time when the team and I put our head together on this, of thinking of any instance where it wouldn't be advisable to have insurance. Mm -hmm. The only thing we could think of that it might not, the time it may not be necessary is for full-time college students that are staying in a dorm. Their parents' homeowner's insurance 
could, depending on the insurance company, extend to them. But the key there is that their residence isn't permanent. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend that their parents call their insurance agent and ask them that if their homeowners extends to their kids in college. It gets a little bit gray if the student has an off-campus apartment because depending on the uh, apartment contract, that can be considered a permanent residence. So definitely worth the call to the agent and say, you know, does my homeowners extend to my uh, children in college or does it not? And, you know, that was the only incidents we could think of, though, that that might extend to kids in college. So, yeah. So basically, when in doubt, just ask. Um, yeah. So <laughs> just kind of getting into more of like the heavy technical language and how policies are structured. What do insurance policies contain in terms of the information they hold and the contract agreements and everything surrounding that the written paperwork? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a tough question because every insurance policy is so vastly different depending on the insurance carrier. Uh, but your policy is going to contain it, a, a declaration page and then the actual policy contents, which has all the forms, exclusions, and coverages. So the declarations have your name and address. It will give the policy effective date, the premium that you're paying. Uh, the limits that you have, and those pages are normally only a couple pages. So it's kind of like a big overview of the insurance coverages you have, and it gives the the numbers. Then you get into the back of the policy with all the coverage forms, which we kind of joke, it it is like reading a legal Mm -hmm. contract. It'll give you 15 coverages, then it takes seven away, and then it gives half of six of those back. So they're very complex policies, and again, why we recommend having an insurance agent, because if you're doing things online, you never know what exclusions uh, could get added. So an example I have there is, uh, and I definitely rec- recommend reading through your policy. Your head might be spinning um, when you're done, but it's good to read it and be curious. I always like when I get a phone call and somebody's like, I was reading my policy last night. I'm like, all right, it's going to be a nice educational time. But a good example of an exclusion that you see on a lot of personal auto policies would be if you're driving for Uber, Lyft, or any of those food and grocery delivery services, most standard insurance carriers exclude your liability for that. So if you get into an accident and you are in the middle of a Lyft or Uber ride Mm -hmm. um, and giving it, and um, your insurance carrier could deny your claim, and that could put you in a pretty bad financial situation. So it's definitely worth reading through your policy and seeing what exclusions are present. Yeah. So at Teen Money Matters, we're concerned about young adults, uh, teenagers, and about their financial futures. So just as a follow-up question to the previous ones that we've already asked, what is like a timeline for a young adult or a teenager, like as they progress through school and college, uh, when should they get insurance and what type should they get it at that time? So, I mean, as soon as you're... If your liability from your parents' homeowners extends to you as a college student, I really don't think it's necessary to get it during college. But once you've graduated, you're renting your first apartment, you bought a house if you're feeling lucky, um, I definitely would recommend that insurance then. And if you own your vehicle, that's when you're going to get auto insurance. So a lot of parents will purchase a vehicle for their child and gift it to them, and typically then that child is still going to be on their parents' auto policy because the vehicle's owned under their parents' name. But Uh as soon as you own a vehicle in your name, you should get an auto policy. 
just kind of generalizing the topic of insurance, what is the value of insurance in building a more secure and stable financial future? So I definitely feel it's, it's important to protect you uh, in the event of a large loss. So you don't want to spend your life trying to recover financially from an accident or a lawsuit. You might be able to recover, you know, if you have an incident and it's $20,000, I mean, it's going to be a burden, but you could probably recover for that. But heaven forbid you get into a vehicle accident and the other driver sues you and it's a $300,000 lawsuit. That, that's going to be nearly impossible to recover from when you're just getting into the workforce. You know, it's definitely good for that catastrophic loss. Yeah, so... Just we want we just want to get like a sense of what an average American faces in terms of uh, insurance and like insurance events throughout their lifetime. So we want to ask you like what's your personal obviously you're an insurance agent, but what's your personal experience regarding insurance and how has it helped you in the past? It's, we always joke that insurance is something nobody wants, but when they need it, they're very glad that they have it. I know I begrudgingly pay my insurance every year. Um, I've been very blessed that I have not had to use it, um, a knock on wood. But, you know, we have work. I work primarily in the commercial end of things, so we do a lot of insurance for businesses. And when somebody calls you and they have a situation where their building has burned down, and you can say, look, we've got you covered up to $2 million for that building, you know, the sense of relief that that person has yeah. to me, makes, like, my job worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think it is financial security as well as kind of emotional security, mm-hmm. uh, just knowing that you're you're covered if there's going to be something big going on. For sure, yeah. I agree with that. Um, so as we are closing out our episode for today, what other resources are you aware of or that Lechner and Stauffer offer that can help people concerning insurance? Well, again, I'm biased, but I do really recommend using an insurance agent and just being curious. Uh, We love getting questions here, Mm -hmm. um, and we're always available. uh, Our service team's in-house 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, so we're always available. If anybody has questions, they could call into our main office. So our phone number is 215-679-9568, or they could visit our website, so it's www.lechnerstoffer.com and you can submit inquiries for quotes online. I also looked up a couple resources. So uh, there is a website called ermi.com. It's I-R-M-I.com and you can search certain insurance terms and questions there. I always like to use that as a resource. Uh, I think they have financial stuff on there too. And, you know, I I think being curious and asking questions is the biggest thing. And then in talking with our team, we just wanted to make everyone aware that a lot of insurance carriers offer a good student discount for your auto insurance. So if you have a 3.0 GPA or better, you can get a discount on your auto insurance up to 10%. All you have to do is provide your transcript to the insurance carrier. So I definitely recommend asking your insurance carrier if they offer it. Most, Most carriers aren't going to offer a discount out loud but Mm -hmm. if you ask about it they're like oh yeah we do have that so definitely make it's worth making the ask Mm -hmm. definitely yeah so as we're approaching the end of our conversation today is there anything else that you want to say about this topic of insurance or anything else regarding financial education well i'd say uh your insurance agent isn't as scary as they may seem they are always going to welcome questions and get excited uh we are always super stoked when somebody's passionate about insurance and is asking questions. 
So just a reminder out there on that, we like to help educate and bring understanding to this wherever we can, because it's kind of a daunting topic. Very wholesome. So thank you so much, Miss Sweeney, for being here today. We were very um, grateful that you were able to make it. Yeah, thank you for your time. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure. On our end as well. Thank you, listeners, for making time for this conversation. You can also find past episodes and other public affairs programming at WDIY.org and on major podcast platforms. I'm Sonika Kotari. And I'm Jaditya Kotari. And this is WDIY 88.1 FM. Tune in next Thursday for more Lehigh Valley Discourse, and we'll see you next time on Teen Money Matters.